ان الحمد لله نحمده ونستعينه ونستغفره ونعوذ بالله من شرور انفسنا ومن سيئات اعمالنا من يهده الله فلا مضل له ومن يضلل فلا هادي له واشهد ان لا اله الا الله وحده لا شريك له واشهد ان محمدا عبده ورسوله صلى الله عليه وسلم يا ايها الذين امنوا اتقوا الله حق تقاته ولا تموتن الا وانتم مسلمون يا ايها الناس اتقوا ربكم الذي خلقكم من نفس واحده وخلق منها زوجها وبث منهما رجالا كثيرا ونساء واتقوا الله الذي تساءلون به والارحام ان الله كان عليكم رقيبا يا ايها الذين امنوا اتقوا الله وقولوا قولا سديدا يصلح لكم اعمالكم ويغفر لكم ذنوبكم ومن يطع الله ورسوله فقد فاز فوزا عظيما اما بعد فان اصدق الحديث كتاب الله وخير الهدي هدي محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم وشر الامور محدثاتها وكل محدثه بدعه وكل بدعه ضلاله وكل ضلاله في النار Indeed the praise is for Allah. We praise him, we seek his help and we seek his forgiveness. We seek refuge with Allah from the evils that are within ourselves and from our bad deeds. Whomsoever Allah guides, then no one can lead this person astray. And whomsoever Allah leads astray, then there is no guide for him. I bear witness that none has the right to be worshiped except for Allah who was alone with our partners. And I bear witness that Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wasallam is the servant of Allah and his last messenger to all of mankind. All you who believe fear Allah with the right that he should be feared with and do not die unless you are Muslim. O mankind fear your lord who has created you from a single person and from that person created his mate and from them to scatter countless men and women throughout the earth and fear Allah from who you demand your mutual rights and do not cut off the relations with the wombs that have bore you and indeed Allah is a watcher over you <coughs> O you who believe fear Allah and say that which is upright in order that Allah may rectify for you your deeds and forgive you of your sins. And whomsoever obeys Allah and his messenger has achieved a tremendous achievement. As to what follows, certainly the most truthful speech is the book of Allah, and the best guidance is the guidance of the messenger sallallahu alaihi wasallam, and the most evil of the affairs are the newly invented matters and the religion and every newly invented matter in the religion is innovation and every innovation is going astray and every going astray is in the hellfire 
We have a narration on the authority of Muawiyah ibn Abi Sufyan radiyallahu anhuma. Qala sami'tu Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam yaqul innamal a'mal kalwi'an idha taba asfaluhu taba a'lahu wa idha fasada asfaluhu fasada a'lahu aw kama qala sallallahu alayhi wa sallam Muawiyah ibn Abi Sufyan radiyallahu an he mentioned that he heard the messenger of Allah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam say indeed the actions are similar to a container or a vessel if the lower part of the vessel is good then the upper part of the vessel will be good and if the lower part of the vessel is corrupted then the upper part of the vessel will be corrupted. This statement of the Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wasallam, he gave an example or he likened the actions of the human being or the person to being similar to the vessel. And whenever the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wasallam he gives a similitude, then there is a lesson to be learned for those who believe. So the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wasallam made a similitude between the actions of the person and the vessel. He said that sallallahu alayhi wasallam if the lower part of the vessel is good, then the upper part of the vessel will be good. Meaning the actions are similar to this. If the lower part or the inner part of the actions is good, then that which is outward or apparent will also be good. And likewise, the vessel, if the lower part of the vessel is corrupted, then the upper part will be corrupted. The scholars explained that the Prophet ﷺ here is mentioning that there is a connection between that which is inward and that which is outward. And if a person, his heart is sound and his heart is good, and the person is established upon iman, established upon goodness, then this will be manifested outwardly in the person's actions. And that a person, he will have a good ending, meaning he will die upon the deen. But if a person within himself, there is corruption, there is disbelief, there is hypocrisy, then even though outwardly the person may display good for a period of time, in the end it will become manifest, the reality of this individual. And the person will display that which is inward, based upon the statement of the Prophet ﷺ. So with this being said, it is important 
that each and every one of us, we strive to purify the hearts. We strive to purify the soul. We strive to make sure that that which is inward is being manifested outwardly, and that which is manifested outwardly is what is inward of goodness. We do not want to be like the munafiqeen, those who outwardly display one affair, but then inwardly they hide another. Those who say they believe with their tongues, those who outwardly show righteousness, but the reality is that in their hearts there is corruption. The reality that in their hearts there is a sickness. The reality in their hearts there is disbelief in Allah and His Messenger sallallahu alayhi wasallam. The true believer is the one who is upon firm iman, upon sound faith, that he truly believes in Allah. He truly believes in the Messenger sallallahu alayhi wasallam. His heart is at ease and content and upon certainty as it relates to the deen of al-Islam. The person is pleased with Allah as his Lord. Pleased with the Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wasallam as his messenger. And he is pleased with Islam as his deen. As the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wasallam mentioned, ذَاقَ طَعَمَ الْإِيمَانِ مَنْ رَضِيَ بِاللَّهِ رَبَّا وَبِمُحَمَّدٍ نَبِيَّا وَرَسُولًا وَبِالْإِسْلَامِ دِينًا أو كَمَا قَالَ صَلَى اللَّهُ عَلَيْهِ وَسَلَّمٌ That whoever is pleased with Allah as his Lord, and he is pleased with Muhammad صلى الله عليه وسلم as his prophet or messenger, and he is pleased with Islam as his religion, this individual has tasted the sweetness of faith. أقول قولي هذا أستغفر الله لي ولكم. الحمد لله رب العالمين والصلاة والسلام على أشرف الأنبياء والمرسلين وعلى آله وأصحابه أجمعين أما بعد عن أبي هريرة رضي الله عنه قال قال رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم إن الله لا ينظر إلى سوركم ولا إلى أموالكم ولكن ينظر إلى قلوبكم وأعمالكم أو كما قال صلى الله عليه وسلم أبو هريرة mentioned that the messenger of Allah صلى الله عليه وسلم he stated indeed Allah does not look at your outer images and Allah does not look at your wealth However, Allah, He looks at your hearts and He looks at your actions. The statement of the Prophet ﷺ, 
establishes for us that which the believer shall hold to be important. And that is, what is within your heart? What do you hold within your heart? What does Allah see within your heart? And likewise, what are your actions? What type of deeds you perform on a daily basis? For these are the affairs that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala He looks at. Does Allah azawajal see iman in our hearts? Or does He see hypocrisy and disbelief in our hearts? What does Allah see in our hearts? This is a question that we must ask ourselves. This is a matter that we must take ourselves to account to. Are we individuals who have goodness and purity in the hearts? Or are we individuals who have corruption within our hearts? For Allah, He knows. And we as people, we cannot see into the hearts of one another. For this is something that Allah has not given us the ability to do. So all we have, as we look at one another, we see what's apparent. But one should not be concerned about how he is viewed in the eyes of the people, more so than being concerned of how he is seen by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. This is the main concern. How does Allah see your heart to be? How does Allah Azawajal see your actions to be in your deeds? For Allah, He knows the reality of the affairs. For some people, their main concern is impressing the people. Some people, their main concern is fitting in with the people. So they will do whatever it takes to look good in the eyes of the people. Although, when it comes to pleasing Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, and following the example of the Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wasallam, this matter is put on the back burner. For they are more concerned about pleasing the people and receiving praise from the people than pleasing Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. This is a serious offense. This is a matter that no believer should be involved in. No believer should ever put the pleasure of the people before the pleasure of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. For Allah is the one who created us. Allah is the one who provides for us. Allah is the one who has given us everything that we have of blessings and good. So why are we striving hard to please the people and fit in with the people even if it means to disobey Allah and to disobey the Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alaihi wasallam. Why are we compromising our practice of the deen to fit in with the end crowd? When in the end, the people will run away from one another. And no one is going to be concerned about you, and you are not going to be concerned about anyone. So why are we compromising our relationship with Allah to please someone or a group of people who in the end, they're going to run away from us and free themselves from us. Why? It doesn't make sense. Rather, the focus should be on solidifying and strengthening your relationship with Allah because in the end, only Allah can save us. In the end, it is the pure hearts 
that will be of benefit on the day of judgment. As Allah Azza wa Jal mentions, يَوْمَ لَا يَنْفَعُ مَالٌ وَلَا بَنُونَ إِلَّا مَنْ أَتَى اللَّهَ بِقَلْبٍ سَلِيمٌ On the day when no wealth, no money, and no children will help, will be of no benefit, except the one who comes to Allah with the pure and sound heart. This is going to benefit you on the day of judgment. Because if you come on the day of judgment with the pure and sound heart, then that, is, that means that your actions also will be pure and sound. Because what's inside of the heart, it manifests itself outwardly. As the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, he mentioned, أَلَا إِنَّ فِي الْجَسَدِ Indeed, there is a morsel of flesh in the body. إِذَا صَلَحَتْ صَلَحَ الْجَسَدُ كُلُّ وَإِذَا فَسَدَتْ فَسَدَ الْجَسَدُ كُلُّ أَلَا وَهِيَ الْقَلْبِ The Prophet ﷺ, he mentioned that if this morsel of flesh which is within the body is sound and upright, then the entire body will be sound and upright. And if this morsel of flesh is corrupted, then the entire body will be corrupted. Indeed, it is the heart. So with this, my noble brothers and sisters in Al-Islam, we must take care of our hearts. We must give great concern to the condition of our hearts and not just the physical condition of our hearts. Because we find from amongst us, we work out, we go to the gym, we eat good food because we don't want any type of clogged arteries. We don't want no type of heart disease, meaning from the physical aspect. But what about the abstract sicknesses of the heart? The sickness of hypocrisy, the sickness of disbelief, the sickness of desiring to disobey Allah. These are also sicknesses of the heart that we should strive to protect our hearts from. Take, and take care of your hearts by reading the Qur'an. For the Qur'an is a cure for that which is in the heart. Take care of your heart by constantly remembering Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. When you're sitting, when you're walking, when you're lying down, praise Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Glorify and magnify Allah. This purifies the heart. This brings ease to the hearts. Take care of your hearts by staying away from the haram. Because every time the servant he sins, a black spot is placed upon the heart. As the Prophet ﷺ mentioned. And if he continues upon that sin, then the black spot, it grows. And it grows until eventually it covers the heart. Take care of your hearts by staying away from that which Allah has prohibited. And we ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to make us from amongst those who will come on the day of judgment with a sound heart. And we ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to make us from amongst those who have good actions inwardly and outwardly. Aqulu qawli hadha astaghfirullah li wa lakum wa subhanaka allahumma bihamdik ashadu an la ilaha illa anta astaghfiruhu wa tubi aqimis sunnah.